0: Welcome, everyone, to the Dynamo Abroad podcast, where we talk about anything and everything Dynamo Kiev-related. I'm your host, Alex Lishik, and joining us, as usual, from the other side of the Hudson River is Mr. Eric. How's it going, Eric?
1: Well, I'm doing a lot better now that I know that Alex potentially is going to be on my side of the Hudson River this week. So, hoping, hoping for a Dynamo Abroad meetup.
0: Yeah, it's uh, I've, I've been going to the city a lot lately, so uh, I, it looks like we're doing one more trip there in the next couple of days. But um, and joining us from the other side of the body of water that's a little bigger than the Hudson River is Mr. Komar. How's it going? Yeah, it's all right. I can't say
2: uh, the same about uh, what's going on at the border, but hopefully it's. Will be getting sorted, yeah. It, it's tough, just, way
0: or another, yeah. It, it's tough, just so many people want to watch yeah, the and, Sun, uh, Dead other
2: Sun. In other news, Extra Class is back, yeah. also is back, so yeah, yeah the real football is back, yeah. And, and then the and second we're moving to the f- favorite Eric's thing, uh, that means international break. So, yeah, there's and... gonna be Ukrainian, Ukrainian game in Wroclaw. So, hopefully, I'm going. Yeah, but still, like in a month or so, so yeah, Yeah. we're gonna talk about it probably.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's tough. You know, so many people want to come watch Sandetsia and you know uh, Zagwembia reserves, and that's right by the border. So I get it. I get it. It's tough. It's I would want to watch Sandetsia too if I was in the area. (laughs) Um, and yeah, actually, I think the game against Bosnia though is a month from tomorrow. I think right, it's on March twenty first. We play against Bosnia. Eric, you're the international expert here, uh, international brick expert. You would know, right?
1: I would know, but I will say one thing I am looking forward to this match is I'm hoping that Ukraine will once again, Ukrainian fans will once again uh, display a Russian flag hanging upside down that <laughs> Bosnians then mistake for a Serbian flag, <laughs> which then prompts them to attack us.
0: Uh, that that That's peak Eastern Europeans right there that yeah that that was
1: pretty hilarious so a repeat of that would make my day but... it's in the,
0: it's in, in the same stadium as well in zenitza
1: is it okay yeah yeah I they're gonna give us a lot of trouble I mean I'm is, I'm assuming is jeo still their their starting striker
0: yeah but the only thing is is like their manager, like, is viewed by some... Uh, listen, I'm not trying to claim to be a Boston football expert. I'm just going to explain it as uh, a Boston friend of mine put it. Everything is fucked and it's a shit show that, in Boston football right
1: now. <laughs> I, I see that a lot, but at the same time, there's still a team that can give us a lot of problems. Oh, the, the, and we we tend to make meals out of these matches, so I'm oh, not... This, yeah. this.
0: You know what this has written all over it? This has... They're gonna sit back, park the bus. Jekyll's gonna score a dodgy header in the forty-second minute, and we're not gonna be able to break them down. This was what it has written all over it. I agree, but don't worry. Uh, the the wax top players will get none of the blame, and our boys will. But that neither here nor there. Um, so on to Dinamo. Um, fuck's sake, I don't even know where to start. Um, I guess we'll start with the that brilliant Zborek because we were class. Um, Komar. Uh, what do you think of the Zbari? I
2: pick so i watched a couple of games not all of them obviously because that would be an eyesore i guess and uh, well um statistically uh for what i uh, remember we we played like ten, 10 games we won uh i know around three or four of them um the f- the other four were losses and we lost like i know three games because we was definitely to and against legia right and yep. some to i couldn't find the the recap of zbor i had it somewhere stashed somewhere but uh, well you? anyway so um we also had the tra- main point i would like to like raise from this bore. i think uh, shopkowski tried uh, to implement his thinking into this dynamo lineup and uh, i don't think it's uh, uh, it went well because, uh, yeah, we saw a lot of mixed lineups, some interesting uh, linkups, but uh, usually the players weren't really uh, went really accommodated with uh, his uh, tactics. I would say it's more a fault of the class of the players, what low class that is, than uh, than. Uh, the fact that shavkovsky's tactics are are wrong because uh, obviously he he's a intelligent guy and he's trying to um to make dynamo play better than they did the, under uh, the late luchescu uh, well so yeah i think that uh, in the in the spring we'll be back to the way we were before the break um, namely just accommodating to the rival and trying to find the weak spots and using them to uh, win games because um, from what I gather we tried to like, the second part of this like the uh, some quite interesting opposition, for example the Tbilisi, right? Uh, and uh, we didn't concede a lot but we didn't score a lot too so uh, that's... Uh, that's worrying to be honest because we need to score a lot because our uh, defense is like a swiss cheese if that uh, uh, if that uh, improves i i would take a scrappy one nil win um against um i know Czerno Moritz or something um well but i don't think it's going to happen we, we're gonna see that's uh and I'm sincerely hoping that uh, the defense is going to improve. But uh, I'm not so sure about this. And uh, what I'm sure about is that uh, Harmash is going to score against us. Uh,
0: that is inevitable. That is yeah. inevitable. Also, one thing you forgot to mention. We had a really good draw. I thought this was a great result against... Hold on. i, I try to figure out how to pronounce this. A team called Petro kub Hinchesti <laughs> from Moldova. Um... Yeah, but then we won against Sheriff in
2: which was a pretty good game. I didn't watch it, but you said that, so yeah. I believe you.
0: Um, I, a couple of fun facts about this team: we played Petro in hinchesti Uh, I'm older than them. They were founded in November of 1999, so I'm older than them. Oh, well, uh, you're older than Minai. So yeah. That's listen, even Dimas older than Minai. That's not much of a brag. <laughs> um, they play they play in Hinchesti, which has a population of twelve thousand and their stadium looks like it's literally out of a solo like i the picture that is on wikipedia of their stadium literally if i would like put that in like a, a kindergarten somewhere in like ukraine or poland i would believe that cuz it, it literally looks straight out of a solo enough of my ranting about petro Kubhinchesti, wishing them the best of luck in the moldovan season uh eric what was your thoughts on this about it
1: Sorry, I was kind of slow to unmute that. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I thought Komad raised a very fair point when we were talking about this in the chat. And I was like, this is not good, and this is very worrying coming into the league. And he mentioned, well, even if we did win, let's say that we played exceptionally well in these friendlies, we would still be saying, well, just masking all of the problems that we have. And then when we come into the UPL, they'll they'll come out again. Yeah. I mean, I think that I've, I don't know, maybe I don't know if denial is quite the right word, but I've kind of been not wanting to fully believe the low, the low quality of this team, I guess. Um, I don't know. I think there's still some players in it that are pretty decent. Um, I mean, I used to think that way about Popov, um, you know, Sirota, but it's just like the defensive blunders from them. Like the positioning really for me is just what is so abysmal in watching these matches. And it's like, actually, if you look in the league right now to Komar's point about needing to score goals, I believe we've actually scored. We don't have the best goal differential, but in terms of goals scored so far in the first half of the season, we've actually scored the most goals, um, which is good. So, like I said, I'm, I'm hoping that that will continue in the second half of the season, but yeah, to his point, we didn't we didn't score a lot, but we also you know didn't concede a lot. I mean, I think the most that we um conceded was what against Legia, right? Yeah, three yeah. so um, yeah, I mean, like I said, i it's a little worrying for me. I didn't think that we looked great. Um, you know, I feel like we it's kind of tough with who to schedule for friendlies because we're scheduling friendlies while a lot of teams are still technically in season just because of this winter break that we do. So, you know, it's always going to be a little bit difficult for who we're able to schedule friendlies with. However, um, I don't know. It just feels like we play the same level. It's like we play the same teams every season.
0: Yeah. Did not want to see Paktako or Baku? I mean, Balkani,
1: I thought we we've already played or maybe it was Partizani, but like oh yeah,
0: yeah but still it's the same it was, level yeah it's
1: like the same level of confidence comp- you know what i mean and like yeah. i mean i like playing levsky i'm good with that i like playing denamo tbilisi just because yeah. of the relations that we have with them i mean a dream of mine would be to to play um denamo zagra but uh yeah I, I just yeah i'm becoming more and more in agreement I think Dima's the one who's been championing this for the past, I don't know how many years, that like the level of the squad is just very, very poor. And yeah. I Shovkovsky, as Komar mentioned, strikes me as a bright guy. He Like he strikes me as a guy, maybe he's an, a tactical genius, but he strikes me as a guy who can come in and get a club moving, um, you know, institute his ideas, get players doing what he wants them to do and get results. And so, mm-hmm. you know, at some point, it can't always be the manager. Yeah, you know, even sure. if even if we're always going with the, you know a dynamo heart, like it, it can't always be the manager. So yeah. Anyway,
0: no, I, I think you're right, and I just want to add this: where I think I look at play, There's a couple of players in this that I think of that, like Popov is one, Shaparenko is another, where. I think when they were at the stand, it's tough to say because these guys are going to be 24, 25, 26 nowadays, which they should be entering the prime of their career. But at the time when they sh- it shouldn't have all been on them, there should have been other veteran players leading the way, kind of showing them the way. Those guys had to be the veteran players, right? And okay, and this is going to sound weird, but I think almost Zabarni coming out as good as he did was almost one of the worst things to happen for Dinamo. Because that almost made Surkis think, well, if someone like Zabarni figured it out, well then Diachuk should be able to figure out Popov, Ball, stuff like that. So I, I think it's just it's just so and listen, how many times have we said it's the management of this But Not the manager, I'm just saying the management like Surkis. It has a lot to answer for, but it, it's just It won't change until the thinking changes. That's all I can say about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of this is on the players. But again, like, who's the one that's bringing these players in? Some of these Mm -hmm. signings that we've had. When you take a look at guys like Antioch and Kabayev, like, come on. Like, really? Like, it's just, I don't know. It's very frustrating. I mean, I do think, though, that these players are, I'm not saying that, like I said, that they're capable of steamrolling every team in the UPL and winning by 20 points every season it's definitely a subpar squad, but I do think that they're capable of a little bit more. Um, and, uh,
0: Sorry to interrupt, but Kabayev's an interesting one as well because you have a player like Samba Diallo, who's absolutely killing it at the U19 level in Europe and domestically. He's probably one of the few players who, yeah, you actually have to give him first team minutes to get the best out of him, have him like his development go off like crazy. But what do you do? No, you bring in Vladislav Kabayev, who has about four goals in his entire career in the UPL and probably absolutely stunted the growth of Diallo.
1: Yeah, or we're giving, we're, we're letting Bilovar. Play because he's shagging Surkis' daughter or granddaughter, whoever she is, and then <laughs> and then we have um, what's his name? Um, the the son of uh, Ustev is playing right like back, that, and it's yeah. like and then but then we have Anton Bol on loan at Zoria. Is that where he's on loan? Yeah, and it's like he is someone who should be getting first team minutes at center back right now. Like, but instead yeah, he's getting
2: first minutes as a center back.
1: He, so, yeah, just not where yeah. we need him to be. Exactly. He wouldn't
2: get them if he stayed at Dynamo, I think. So, yeah.
1: I think, I just think, like, he's more deserving than Bill Yeah.
0: No, and, and the thing is also, like, Bill is going to be 23 by the end of this calendar year. You know, this is, again, the age of someone that should be starting to, like, really, not saying be the first guy, but really be a, a first-team contributor. You know
2: what? I know a perfect club for him. Minai. Sosnovyets. Um, uh, we will we,
0: yeah. let's, Zag- let's just check if he's a prostar client because that's the crucial thing in here. That oh, Z- Z- we will yeah. We will have plenty of Zagwembia Sosnovets talk a little further. We just got to finish yeah. the dynamo thing because, um, in case you were not aware, Alexander, of course, Hatskevich, he is, yeah, yeah, he pro he's star, a, yeah. Pro star client. yeah, 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 in case you were not aware, uh, Alexander Katskevich is the new manager at Zagwembia and it is absolutely brilliant, but I digress, um. On to Dinamo's first game after the winter break. Who is ready? Love the excitement, guys. Uh, we're playing Metal East 1925. I believe away. I am not. don't think that really matters much. I don't think they were one of the teams that had fans approved. Um, yeah, Komar, uh, what are you expecting from this game? Well, uh, the game will be at Lobanovski,
2: so Surkis has to approve the fans, I think. Like, oh. I mean, yeah, the Kiev administration has to approve the fans at urbanoski so that's that's uh um that's the way it is so i actually i think i mentioned it on the podcast i really appreciate what's uh the new owner or director the nosov guy the the crypto guy um like is planning for this club because uh, i've been saying this over and over that we need uh normal non-corrupted private owners of the clubs in ukraine and it should be like the first one of them because i don't believe for example that uh, Veres, veras mean Nadjain is not corrupted or matkivsky is not corrupted uh, that's Veres and karpaty uh, or new bokovina partner is not corrupted and obviously budkevich is corrupted so um yeah, uh, going back to the topic, because I'll start ranting about uh, corruption in Ukrainian football. Um, yeah, I, I really like that, uh, the fact that they brought Skripnik as a manager, because it's uh, he proved himself as a good manager, and he, of course, proved that um, if you give him the money and the means to, do, uh, to make a good squad, he'll do it, and he'll perform well, both in the league and in Europe, I believe he did also perform well in Europe with Zerbia, not with Vorksa. <laughs> Vorksa. Uh, uh, Unfortunately, we remember Dilagori, right? And um, yeah, I'm looking through their squads, and uh, I know some of the names. But I'm not like the uh, UPL encyclopedia, like our friends from Massachusetts um it's
0: not a particularly good squad though it's like there are some decent players in it don't get me wrong but it's not like anything it's not any i say this now but it's not anything that's too crazy it's not something that Dynamo shouldn't handle yeah and uh,
2: like this this is the script next metal east only for like a month so mm-hmm. i'm not sure if he's gonna put his mark on this team and uh Take them to uh, Europe, for example, right away because they are like pretty low in the table. I think mm. they're twelve. Um, but yeah, I see a bright future for this club, and it's certainly much better. Uh, I think Eric's gonna like this much better metalist than the original metalist. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm all for it, and I actually think this this is gonna be an interesting end stuff game, especially um, when you think who's going to make a debut in that game. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mr. Dennis Harmash who is currently of on the books at uh, at, uh Metal East 1925. So yeah, I'm just looking them up right now. They're 12th in the table, one point away from the relegation playoff, and Obolon has a game at hand on them. And Zoria are three points behind them, but Zoria also have three games at hand on them. So I, ma- I can't imagine scriptic is thinking anything other than just making sure they don't go down. I, I If that's not what they're planning on, then I'm not sure uh, exactly what's going on. Uh, Eric, what are you expecting from
1: Dynamo in this game? I mean, so when we played earlier in the season, it was 4-2, to two, I believe it finished. Um, mm-hmm. The usual uh, score. That's right, exactly yeah, the usual s-
0: score. Some defensive errors
1: on Dynamo's part, might I add. What a yeah, shock. The- uh, I will say Voloshin bagged a brace, so that was nice to see. That is true. Um so yeah, I mean honestly I'm expecting more of the same where probably I'm somewhere like a four to two victory, maybe three to two this time, but where we concede goals. Um, no way are we gonna get a clean sheet. Uh, you know, I'll be shocked if Haramash doesn't score against us. Um but yeah, I mean, I think that's probably the biggest storyline going into this one.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I'm not one for betting, and I don't know what the over under is for total goals, but uh, I'd imagine you you hammer the over, you hammer the over on whatever whatever that's set at. Absolutely. Um, who starts in goal first on Saturday on Sunday? Well,
2: Busan, I think Busan. Yeah, and. So, I don't think that Nescheret, we're gonna get to this because we're gonna like talk uh, particular players for this body, but uh, I'm all, always pointing out uh, the fact that uh, when Neshtarat is in goal, we concede particular stupid goals, and it's not like it's not like his fault. I mean, if uh, Sirota or Dietrich can't go back to defense and we concede the ridiculous counterattack, he doesn't, he can't do anything actually. but... Maybe it's maybe it's bad luck. Maybe it's uh, it talks about his ability to control his defensive line because it's also an important thing mm-hmm. uh, in being a goalkeeper. Yeah. So I would um, I would give the uh, the pole position to to Buschan while also if we if we had other competitions, I would also give time. Uh, to We don't, but I certainly would start him in some games uh, in the spring part of the season. It's not like he's a bad goalkeeper, but I think bushchan is uh, the better choice at the moment.
0: Yeah. And then who starts at center back with Popov? Because I think Popov is the nailed on starter. And you got your options are Sirota, Diachuk or Machavko. because it looks like Bilovar is injured for this week. Eric, who would, who would be your choice for a center back? With uh Popov,
1: an injured Bilovar.
0: I don't know how that's gonna work.
1: Um, uh, who, the options are Sirota, who else?
0: Diachuk and Mechavko.
1: Not Diachuk. Um, I guess maybe Mechavko. It's
0: not, not a bad shout. Oh, and uh here's the last one. So if you were paying attention to the lineups, you would see uh Mr. Shaparenko was not getting a lot of time with the uh with the first team. So is he gonna be dropped for this week? And if he is dropped, who replaces him in the starting lineup? Because it'll probably be Brashko starting at defensive midfield, Bujowski as like an, as a ten more attacking midfielder. So then who plays with Brashko and Wojowski in the midfield on this weekend?
2: Yeah, I think it's gonna be Shaparenko anyway because we don't really have uh, another plausible option. I'm leaning towards maybe Andrievsky, but I'm not sure he's uh, yeah. he's that fit to start right away. Also, Shaparenko is not <laughs> too fit to start right away too. But uh, I think he raised in the in the talking points we made before the podcast that yeah, it's. Uh, and also, Andrei said that, that it's uh, very suspicious that Shokoski started Shaparenko mm-hmm. with so-called the noob squads uh, during this body. So he uh, he haven't had a chance to play in the first choice squad, or mm-hmm. at least in what we believe is a first choice.
0: Yeah, uh, Eric, if you had to give a prediction for Sunday, I know you said, would you say like three one or three two or something like that?
1: Yeah, I'd probably
0: say three two. Yeah, come come on. You want to give a prediction?
1: Uh two-one.
0: Two one. I'm gonna go. Hmm. Let me think. With Garmash goal, of course. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go four to two. Got goal and an assist, so make sure you triple captain him this week in fantasy. Um and yeah, and then some shambolic denamo defending, as 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 is usual. Um, so on that note, let's see what else we got. Oh, the UAF, the Ukrainian Association of Football, have made some changes. Uh, new president, Mr. Andriy Shevchenko, insert applause. Um, and he made some interesting changes. Uh, Ben, one of which Benjamin Verbić would be very thrilled about, I must say. Uh, on, you want to, you want to shed some light on what's going on at the UAF?
2: Uh, if they won't be together, I don't believe in love. <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard that uh, Verbić is single right now, so uh, there is his window to do what he has to do. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> I think we are all uh, very happy that Pavelko is gone. Uh, I'm not sure how his uh, court proceeding is going to go, but uh, he might as well rot in jail. Okay. Or maybe he'll just go to the front, for example. It might maybe, be useful there, or he might just escape uh, to
0: Cyprus. Uh, <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, yeah. So for now, he's I think he's arrested still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Anyway, um, it looks like for Ukrainian standards, it looks pretty well because he brings like sort of European mentality, even if it's just English Italian mentality, which is not the best <laughs> mentality around, I'd say. Uh, well, um. Well. And his, uh, his personal decisions for now are quite all right. Yes. Yeah. There is a lot of Dynamo legends in the system. So it's it's also good that the uh, vice president uh, is simultaneously a Zbirna coach, Rebrov. So mm-hmm. um, we can hope that there is going to be like the, the Zbirna vertical, the system vertical will be yeah. uh, designed as... All of the levels of spearmas are playing the same football, and mm-hmm. it's like um pretty um it would be like like the stepping stones like this business would be stepping stones without some uh, old Dido coaches uh, taking um <laughs> taking money for uh, calling up some some bumps from I don't know <coughs> what for it? Um, yeah, from, from from
0: the uh, fifth from the fifth division of Czech football.
2: Yeah, yeah, we are we, gonna get to that, I think. But uh yeah, I, I said Watford, it was of course a joke because Christian Shevchenko uh, is going to be called collab- mm-hmm. up, or he's in the Broads uh list, I he's, think, for U19s, and he's not that good. Okay, to there be you go. That,
0: that's what that's what was gonna be my main question if he's any good.
2: Yeah, Krevsoon is better, right? <laughs> Who? the Danilo Krifsun, the captain of uh like the young uh, Borussia Dortmund. Oh, I
0: thought you um, said you know, Like that's why
2: I was confused. Yeah, but, uh, going back to uh, to the uh, to the structure, I think uh, also it's a good uh, good shout to get rid of Italians from our referee mm-hmm. and put someone competent on, on the um, on the main seat, which is Caterina uh, um, Monzo. I think she is competent. Yeah. She used uh, uses a uh, var too much, to be honest. But uh, yeah, I think this uh, this position suits her as a head of uh, referees committee, right? Mm-hmm. So she yeah. can just uh, observe uh, how the rest of the lot is doing and probably just uh, improve the quality of refereeing so yeah. yeah for now it's it looks very well i think and but it also looked very well at the beginning of pavel corain so yeah. i'm not uh, i'm not like uh, i won't i will be criticizing them if they uh, fuck up of
0: course so yeah yeah
2: we'll see what the future will bring
0: eric do you have any uh thing you want to add to the changes at the federation
1: not really, other than the fact that I despise Monzol. so that's about it.
2: Um okay. yeah, Mrs. verbich of course. M- monzol So, yeah. so Mrs. verbich
1: I'm sorry, she is terrible. I can't stand her. I'm gonna I'm gonna recite um Yurchenko's quote again about her using Var in Ukraine being like giving a machine gun to a monkey. So that's <laughs> that's my that's my thoughts on that. oh my god um no i think i think overall the changes
0: are positive i don't think shevchenko is going to get everything right but i think overall i think the changes he will make will be positive like i think it'll help take football forward because i i think the biggest thing i would like him to do though is improve the standard of coaching try to get as many uefa licensed coach coaches as we can bringing better coaching educators in um how you're going to do that in the midst of war i don't know but if if there's one thing he could do in his time for me that would be the big thing
1: that's what i was gonna say that i am honestly looking forward to like komar said i think that you know the fresh ideas he brings in i think that if there's anyone that can get this moving more progressively it's him yeah. and yes i mean it's shevchenko you know i mean if yeah. there's anyone in the midst of a war that can get this going it's him yeah. so yeah. that in on a serious note does excite me so yeah and, good
0: and for him. E- even if there was no war even if that was not going on. I would still not expect too much because it. I, I I think Ukrainian football bureaucracy, it is, it is a challenge like no other, or, you know, so I think it, it there are some steps he could, he doesn't have to, he's not going to solve the whole thing in his, however long his term is like that. That's just being unrealistic, but, you know, hopefully I think he will, you know, begin to turn the wheels to try and get it moving in the right direction and for the long term, at least. So now uh, we move on to what is undoubtedly my favorite part of the show. And I'm so happy this, this transfer or not transfer, but a new coach was appointed in this sphere because it really, really allows us to talk about proper football for once. Uh, Alexander Hutzkevich, as you may or may not know, I think I mentioned it earlier is the, New coach at Zagwembia Sosnowiec, and Komar, how's that going for him so far? Uh, yeah,
2: so one match, uh, no goals scored, one conceded, and the loss to Znich Pruszków. Mm-hmm. So they are like the 18th in the table, which is the last place, eight points from safety, I believe, and mm-hmm. uh, 11 points in their account. In their account. So yeah, going great. But yeah, the then... main um uh, main gimmick in this club is that uh, uh it's uh, like it's owned by by a city of sussnovis which is like the ultimate shithole of Poland so yeah if you're here just uh, I encourage you to visit and to go out without a scratch. scratches kind of like a South London of uh, but they
0: have a oh, nice stadium. Zagwembia have a nice stadium, though. Yeah,
2: yeah, because yeah, because the European Union doesn't know what to do with their money, and uh, yeah, going back, um, um, now pay attention. Um, Zagwembia uh, sold like half a percent of their shares to a certain TV personality called Rafael Collins. Yeah, his name is Collins. Which is uh, weird enough, and Brilliant. he's like the reality show star. So, um, well, he uh, he basically uh, doesn't know how to um, how to own the club, let alone do something. And uh, like the the problem is with this half percent of shares. Um, <laughs> he. <laughs> The club also gave him the, uh, like the all the uh, power of attorney to do everything sporting wise. Oh, he is essentially he's in charge. So it's uh, um, something what's done with Man United right now, when Jim Ratcliffe and Ineos are getting the only twenty five percent of shares, but uh, they get like the say in the sporting department. Uh, and they got a half percent and get got the same. And the most fun part now is uh, that Rafael Collins, although he is a real person, he won't gonna do anything at this club because uh, the person that he's friends with uh, is called Vadim Shabdi. So, uh, yeah, at this point, because Vadim Shabli is the... Uh, essentially a director of this club and uh, we have like uh five ukrainians in this in this club and uh, um, they are i think most of them are post 30 so they're old and they're all the clients of the same scout uh, agent company which is called Prostar, of mm-hmm. course so
0: uh,
2: you might get a gist what's happening in there and the most fun part is uh i think alex hinted to you there. <laughs> to you before is that uh, there is a one a player uh, tested in the club uh, whose name uh, is uh, accidentally the same that the name of the coach, Hatzkevich. and uh, the last player experience uh, of this bomb was a year ago uh, in fifth tier of Czech football, so yeah, we all know where this club is going, and this is a druga liga, so they probably swap places with kotwica Koobjek next season.
0: Listen, listen, Kotwica have to get over the the strike, and let's see how they do against Hoinichanka on Saturday, which, by the way, i yeah, just realized yeah, uh, that the team name Khojniczanka, there's for so the much you can do with that team name.
2: The the president of the club doesn't pay the wages of Kotwica yeah. players just your Ooh, average so you know.
0: just your average day in west pomeranian football um actually we do have some former denovo players on the zagwebia snovia's roster oh, so these are the ukrainians that play there oleksy shevchenko oleksy bikov i've never heard of him artem suchotsky oleksi dovhi and artem poliarus um yeah i don't know anything about these players the only thing is they have four defenders on the entire roster three center backs and a left back <laughs> Um that's not great. Um I I I really don't know what more to say than that. Um they have an Ecuadorian guy who was at Brentford. Um let's see who else is in this team. Wow, these are I don't know any of these guys. Jesus. Uh they have a Spaniard. No, they don't have a Spaniard. Uh they have a Slovak striker. This is gonna be great. This is gonna be really good. Yeah, uh they're fucked, pretty much. Uh they're they're getting (laughs) relegated yeah um, they they have a great coach. they have a great coach um, um,
2: yeah, but all all points to the second rotor of Volgograd, so
0: um right, here's yeah, a question we'll
2: see how that turns up
0: How long until Hatskevich gets sacked?
2: Well, I told you it's gonna be
0: before eighteen of May yeah i i I don't think he gets it till uh I don't think he makes it till uh what was it April. I think he gets maybe through April a little bit, but he doesn't make it to the end of April. All right. I think on that note, I think awesome. that covers about everything. Make sure everyone, nine thirty Saturday morning. I don't know where it's being. No Saturday morning. Sorry, Dinamo Metallist nineteen twenty five. Everyone tune in. It's gonna be. I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
2: I, I have I have like a question which is connected. Uh, so what would be the starting lineup
0: for this game? Oh God, who knows. In your um,
2: opinion, that's Busch, interesting.
0: Bushchan and in goal, probably Timchik and Dubinchak at fullback. Center back, I think he's just going to go Popov and Djacuk or Popov and Sarota. Brashko is the obvious defensive midfielder. Uh, Eric, who do you think starts with Brashko in center midfield?
1: I mean, based upon the way that Zbori went. I'm a little uncertain, but I'm hoping it's Shaparenko. I think Shaparenko, but I'm going to go Shepeljev,
0: because I think that's what Shepkowski will do. Uh, he... Oh my. <laughs> yeah, <he's... laughs> uh, attacking it at field Striker Vanat. One of the wings will be Voloshin, and I I really hope the other wing is Samba Diallo. I would love for the other winger to be Diallo.
2: Yeah, we know that Yarmolenko won't be fit for this game. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. for sure.
0: Do we know when Jan is going to be back, though?
2: Yeah, I think March. March, okay. Some sometime in March.
0: All right. All right. So, uh, although I think he'll probably start Kabayev on the left wing, but I, like I said, really, 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 really hope it's Diallo, or not like Kabayev or Benito. Because I don't, I don't know. Yeah, one
2: thing, I
0: think that timchik won't
2: be fit too.
0: Oh, isn't he coming off a slight knock? Yeah, Listen
2: but it. he he did he even play at the second
0: spotter? I'm not sure. I thought he did because I thought Malish is the one that got hurt where he was. Out yeah, for... I think
2: it's gonna be Karavaev. I don't think it's gonna be Gusiev uh, Junior. Because uh, like yeah. he he had his like glimpses of quality, but. And uh, you can see, you could see his role. So, isn't he uh, very young well, though? The, the crooked to... experience of Karavaev uh, would be yeah. would be a good bet against whoever plays on uh, Metalist's uh, left wing. Yeah. I
0: have no idea who that is. It's gonna uh, be probably Andriy Ramenyuk or Vlad Trenko. I think they're both Karpatel with Lukas. I know Konstantin,
2: Konstantin Bicek,
0: also. Bicek, whoever that is. Uh,
1: Eric, I know you're heartbroken that Hussev Jr. is not playing. So um He's I mean, he showed some good things, but then he also showed some really, really bad things. Yeah. And like I, I you know, again, he I took Kumar's point, I think he's raw. Yes, that's fair. But I think yeah. we're at a point now where it's like we got knocked out of the cup. The only thing yeah. that we have at this point is the league, and like we need to be winning these matches. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we can make mistakes. Isn't he young though? Is he isn't he in the same age category as Machavko?
2: Yeah, yeah. They yeah. are all the newest U19 crop, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andre
2: would know better, but yeah. uh, that's oh. what I it
0: Oh, another guy I forgot who's uh son of an ex-nama player, uh Salenko Jr., we could also play. I don't know, I think he's a winger. We could also play him on the wing instead of Kabaev. True. Yeah, but I think I would go with Dillo, if not Kawhi, oh, or yeah, 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 for Voloshan,
2: sure. um
0: yeah.
2: of course, is a sure bet when the is going back. I think Voloshin is going to move, be moved to
0: yeah, the left side. wing yeah.
2: to accommodate, yeah. accommodate. So, yeah, well, well, let's, we'll see, but I think we need to feel the strongest possible lineup in, a, in the, every game we get, because we don't have anything to lose, no other competitions. Yeah.
1: Fully agree. Yeah. fully agree.
2: Yeah, but yeah. but after this battle, we still don't know what our strongest center back pair is. So thank you very much, Sasha. Uh we were supposed to figure that out, right?
0: Well, we were supposed to bring in another center back, but you know, those Romanian bums from Cracovia were not really the best options, were there? Yeah, everyone's scared of war, of course. But uh also Ramadani is of-
2: scared of war, we didn't mention it.
0: Oh yeah, but but apparently the there's no one scared of going to Ukraine if they they're being offered by police. They are not having problems recruiting players, or I should say, not as bad problems. Well, yeah, well, I read today that uh,
2: the Brazilians of uh, Fake Nipro aren't going back. They don't even have
0: any. Maybe may, they only have like two. I think. Yeah, but still, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah, I heard it on, 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 on the like
2: because uh, some f- some uh, facility near the Dnipro uh, base is getting bumped quite um, I quite frequently. So yeah, yeah. Oh. that's why I think they insisted to stay in Ujgorot. Yeah, but they couldn't because they uh, screwed up the European football. Yeah, but anyway, I digress. Yeah,
0: On that note, I think that's going to bring us to the end to our show. Uh, Thank you all for tuning in as usual. Uh, If you want to contact the show, you can find us on Twitter at Dynamo Abroad. Or if you want to also send us an email, you can also do that uh, at Podcast at gmail.com. So from Komar, Eric, and myself, thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.